Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Hey guys, so I'm so excited as I am approaching my 200th episode, I'm so excited to be offering a masterclass webinar to help you maximize your voice elevate your brand and increase your influence through podcasting. Y'all, podcasting has been one of the absolute best things that I have done. There have been so many benefits beyond monetary um, that I have been able to gain from podcasting. I've able been able to build collaborations. I've been able to increase my influence. I've definitely been able to elevate and maximize my voice. And I am going to talk to you about how to get started doing this very thing for yourself. So if you have a voice, if you have a message, if you have a story, if you have a brand, even if you are a professional in your field and want to be seen as the expert or have expertise and knowledge that you want to share, I absolutely encourage you to start your own podcast. We've all been given different gifts. We've all been given different purposes. And the brand and the message that you have deserves to be heard by other people, right? We have to begin to increase our influence. We have to begin to get the message and the brand and the purpose that has been placed on our lives outside of our four walls, right? Or our micro community and allow the greater masses to hear it. So let me tell you a little bit about what you'll get with this masterclass webinar. This masterclass webinar is an e-course that will be teaching you how to start your podcast, how to use your podcast to elevate your message and your brand, how to repurpose the content, right? Repurposing is king, y'all. How to choose a podcasting host, how to monetize, Um, We'll talk about marketing ideas. We'll talk about interviewing. I give interviewing tips. I have a bonus category where I go over interviewing tips. I talk about um, recording and editing and some of the things that I do as far as lighting because I like to use video and audio. All about repurposing, okay? Um, And I'll talk about the equipment and things that I use to allow me to be consistent and show up every week for you guys. I'll also talk about like getting your guests, vetting your guests and the process that I use to do this. Listen, this is over 200 episodes worth of information that I have gathered and things that I have learned on my podcasting journey. And I'm absolutely sharing it with you. As a bonus, you will also get a podcast planner. This planner will help you break down your episodes. It will help you break down your uh, topics, your questions, your ideas, your guests, their bio, all of the things that go into um, producing your podcast, right? And so I'm so excited to be offering this. If you are interested in maximizing your voice, elevating your brand, and increasing your influence, click the link in my show notes and purchase this masterclass. 
I'm, I'm so excited and I can't wait to hear your podcast when I go to my phone on the podcast platforms I use to be able to hear your podcast. All right, y'all. Happy talking. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. I am excited to be having this conversation. We're doing something a little bit different than what we've been doing in um, the past few episodes. We've been talking about um, real estate. It's been a real estate series. And so just for you know today, I wanted to just kind of have a girl chat, have a conversation um, about you know growth, about life, about um, who we are becoming versus who we are or who we were. And just really, I guess, challenge you with a question that I was challenged with. Um, And so I was in a therapy session with my therapist and I was just, you know, explaining to her, sharing some things um, that were on my heart, some situations. And she asked me a question and the question was, why are you trying to fix things that you did not break? And y'all, I was a little bit taken back. <laughs> um, I was taken back, but not in like a, like what you talking about, Willis, um, type way, but more in a like, like a, a stop and face yourself type way. And, and like, this is a great question and Letitia, you have to challenge yourself to answer it. <laughs> um, why are you? And in the middle of her saying this, we were talking about some situations that I found myself in that I was I was giving, you know, I was giving and and the reception of it, I don't even want to say the reception of it, but um the responses or the behavior within the situation was just very, um, was very much not taking me into consideration. And my my continued responses to that was to fix, to still work, to still, what, like rise above, you know what I mean? to, um, but to not just rise above, but to rise above with the mindset that I got to keep working to make it better. Like I got to keep, I got to keep extending. I got to keep, you know, working on it. We got to, you know, we got to bring it together. Right. And so Um, what, and answering or thinking about the answer to this question, um, for me, and by no means am I saying that I have completely resolved and have answered this question. This is still something that is a progressive answer, I should say, and that, you know, I can imagine maybe a few months from now, maybe a few weeks from now, um, I may have something to add to it, or maybe I want to take something back (laughs) because, Um, as I'm growing, you know, I'm growing just like you are. And so we're on this growth journey together. And, um, and so, yeah, back to the, the answer, my first thought was, you know, I'm very, my personality is very much like 
a solver, a problem solver. Let's let's fix it. So what do we need to do? So, um, you know, even I've even been told, like sometimes people are not looking for the solution to things when they're talking. They're just lo- looking for you to listen or looking for you to just hear what they're saying. My mind automatically goes to like, so what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to make it work? <laughs> like, like, how can we make it better? How can we fix it? How can we progress forward? Like, what's the next step? My mind goes to that. And so I think um, a part of my nature is to want to fix stuff. And I think it's important to be able to differentiate the things that you actually need to fix versus the things that you need to be okay with it being broken. And even that, I had to take a breath, even in saying that, like a child, it just does something to me. Um, But what I understood and why the question was being answered, and it was like instantaneously, I understood why she asked the question was because it was hurting me. The fixing was hurting me. And so then the question becomes like, well, how long are you going to be trying to fix this and be bruised and hurt along the way? And I just knew it. I just knew. <laughs> I just knew, y'all. I just knew. And um, and so then I really started thinking about it and I started imagining it as if I was a doctor and um, I was in the hospital and there was a patient. There was a patient. It could be a patient. It could be a situation. But it was the thing that was on the table that was in need of something. Like I could see it all broken and and I just want to fix it. I wanted to heal it. I wanted to repair it. I wanted to make it better. And so like, you know, what what do doctors do most of the time? They first, they have a conversation with you, right? They They want to diagnose it. They want to figure out what's going on. They want to kind of analyze it. And then from that point, they, you know, tend to start prescribing medicine. Well, let's try a non-aggressive approach. (laughs) Let's, you know, give you some medication. Maybe this will make you feel better. Maybe this will be better for you. And then, um, and then, you know, maybe like a couple of months go by and then you find out that the medicine is like wearing off. It's not really working or it didn't solve the problem. And then, so now it's like, okay, well, let's try a blood transfusion. Let's get some of this old stuff out of you and get some new stuff in you and just flush it through. And, you know, let, let's work on it this way. And then, and then you do that. And then you come back maybe a year later, maybe some months later, and you're like, oh, that didn't work. So then it's like, okay, well, maybe we got to have surgery. Maybe got to be a little bit more evasive. Maybe we got to dig a little bit deeper. Maybe we got to pull a little more work in. <laughs> Um, and then maybe we have to find, like do a transplant. So maybe we got to look around and find out where we can find other organs, other things that's going to fit into your mold, right? That's going to fit for you. And I definitely found myself saying, okay, well, let me search around and see what I have that, that can fit for this situation or fit for this individual. And, and let me, let me figure that out and let me put that in there and then let me sew that up. And then that should be good because, you know, I've replaced whatever it was that wasn't working before. And so let me just put that in there. And then after you do the surgery and then you come back and it's like, you're still flatlining. Right. And so now I'm like, okay, let me get the defibrillator. Let me like, you know, revive and bring it back. And so like, you know, I feel like at this point where she's asking me this question, I'm literally, I literally have the defibrillator and I'm like, like shocking them to come back and 
and it may come back. You know, I get a pulse, but it's a weak pulse. You know what I'm saying? It's more work now that has to be done um, to the, to this thing. And so uh, let's come out of that analogy because I feel like it's getting a little bit deep, dark. Um, but it's so true when when I think about just my process, right? And um, at some point, when when am I going to recognize that this is beyond my fixing ability, right? It's beyond my fixing ability. And so maybe I need to stop trying to fix it. Maybe it's something that's not going to be repaired. Maybe it's something that's not going to be restored. Maybe it's something that's not going to be brought back to life. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's not supposed to be. And, yo, that was like, I had to take a few deep breaths. I mean, I had to take some days um, and be like, wow, really? <laughs> like we can't, um, but I really want to, you know, I really, I really want to put the work in. So like fast forward, so I'm, I'm processing this and I know, like, you know how you know that that's the case. Like, I, I know, like, Latisha, you need to stop. Like, I know, right? But you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to, but you know. Like, I know. And I don't know if you've ever had that feeling where you just know. You know you're going to have to do something. You kind of, like, are pulling yourself all the way through it or you kind of just, like, dragging it out or you kind of just, like, trying to sit in it a little bit longer. Just, like, even though it's super uncomfortable, even though you know you got to do X, Y, and D, there's a teeny little bit of comfort that you still get from um, sitting in it and you, you're trying to salvage, right? You're, you're still trying to salvage something. Um, so I went through that for a little bit. And then someone else, I was listening to um, actually Pastor Stephen Furtick speak. And he was talking about how sometimes we are, we are so entangled in the old version of what was, whether it's like the old version of you, the old template or blueprint of, of um, the way that something used to be, or the way you think things should be, or the plan that you had for X, Y, and Z, you're so like fixated and focused on the past and what was that you can't see that God is trying to do something better. Like you're so focused on the old version, the old template that you can't see that God has a new version, right? A new creation that he has a new thing that he wants to do for you in a new way for you to move. And it's so dangerous to get stuck in the old version because then you don't free up space to embrace, to walk in, to live in the joy, the peace, the freedom that's in the new version. And so someone else said to me a couple of weeks ago, you know, they say your freedom is your responsibility. And I instantly knew that this was about my freedom, right? I can't, let myself 
you know, I'm trying to go through all these measures, go through all these things for an old template, you know, for an old version of what I thought or what I think something should be just based on what I've seen or what I've known. But I'm limiting myself and really kind of putting myself in a bondage situation because now I'm going back. So it's almost like now it's like, okay, I I gave you the medicine. So now I'm going to try to move forward and do what I'm supposed to do. And then, oh, wait a minute, but the medicine works. Now I got to go. I moved up two steps, but now I got to go back three because I got to give the medicine again and give you the transfusion. Okay, cool. Gave you the transfusion. Now, now let me try to get back on track with what I was supposed to be doing and move like, you know, I might get like three steps this time, but oh man, now that transfusion ain't working. Let me, I got to go back four steps. And now I can't even get back where I was when I'm done with your transfusion. I'm only taking two steps forward and I'm still stuck. Like I'm never getting to the the fullness of where I'm supposed to go because because I keep going back. I keep going back and, and it's like a yo-yo, you know? It's like a, yeah, like a yo-yo, how it like bounces back and forth, back and forth. And that's what we can do. And we've been called to move forward. The sad thing or the thing I think that also, I guess I'll use the word that I've been fearful of, which is why, I want to fix things is that the forward movement doesn't include some of the things that were in the old version or in the old situation or in the old relationship or in the old friendships or in the old um, plans that you had, whatever it is, that moving forward means sometimes that you have to leave some of those things behind. And it's almost like a loss. You've lost that. And I think my fear of losing that, not wanting to leave that behind has kept me going back, has kept me going backwards. And so, um, and I, I think, let me also say, I think that there are times that you, you do, you know, you give the medicine, you give the transfusion, um, and then it it revives and it works and then you just move forward and you both start you both start moving forward or it comes with you whatever the situation is like it it works but i think what you when 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 it's not doing that <laughs> is when you have to recognize that this may not be serving you this may actually be keeping you from walking in the freedom and in the peace and in the new better version <clears throat> the better days that you've been called to. And so it's been very interesting, y'all. And I absolutely want to know <laughs> um, if you've been in that space or been in that place. But I do want to share that there is such a more, there's so much more peace when I know that it's okay if I leave you with the transfusion, like, it's okay. Like, like I tried, you know what I mean? It's okay if I leave you there and it's okay for me to stop to say la.
which means to pause, <laughs> stop, pause, and move forward. And move forward. I think you can honor the things that were left there. I think you can honor the things that were lost. Um, and still move forward and position yourself to embrace the things ahead. I think that we have to know that our best is still yet to come, right? That our best, our better days are um, ahead of us, right? Brighter days are ahead of us. And I think that we have to be okay with those things being in that time and that season that that was for. And I think we also have to be okay with mourning it, you know, with, uh, with knowing that it doesn't feel great, but sorrow doesn't last always. Joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the forward movement. Joy comes in the, the progression, right? Joy comes in the, um, yeah, the, the, the forward uh, progression. And so we have to be running after that forward. We have to be running after that joy. We have to be running after that freedom. We have to be running after that peace. We have to be running after that better version of ourselves. We have to be running after that better, that better place, that better space. We have to be running after that. And if that means that we lost some things along the way, or we left them along the way, um, we have to also know that it doesn't mean that we broke them, right? I think also understanding that there are other things happening. There are other dynamics happening. There's other things going on. Like if if if, if somebody then gave you the medicine, then somebody then gave you the transfusion, somebody then gave you the transplant, somebody then gave you the... There are other things happening that is outside of the realm of that person because they have given you all the things that they can give you. And if it's if your body is still not functioning the way that it should be functioning, it probably doesn't have anything to do with the, the person, with, with the things that they're giving you. And it has everything to do with your makeup, your chemistry, what, you know, what your body is needing is something different than what they can give. And so we have to be able to be okay with that. We have to be okay with the fact that what they need, what the situation needs, what the, the, the old plan that I thought what it needed to happen, I don't have that to give. And and it's okay. And, it, and it's not on me. You know what I mean? And so what is on me is whether I continue to progress forward. What is on me is whether I continue to believe that better is yet to come. What is on me is if I continue to look, I continue to align myself with what God has called me to do and allow him to shape me and make me into who he's called me to be. That is on me, right? The fixing of you is not on me. 
what is on me is the fixing of me, <laughs> right? Um, guys, this has been an interesting episode. This is actually my second time recording it because every time I talk about it, I get new revelation. And it is so, I feel like it's such like literally y'all are experiencing a growth moment for me because I feel like my heart is expanding, whereas before it was kind of tied into a certain mold of like what it should look like, how it should be like that old version, that old version of, of like normal, like normal situations are like this, right? Like normal situations function like this. Let me make this a normal situation. When now I'm just kind of like, how about I just make myself available for the situations that God has for me and me stop capping it with how, how I think it should be because of how it used to be or how it, it was, but open myself up to how he wants it to be and what that redefinition is for me going forward. And so y'all, um, Again, like I said, check. We'll, we'll, we'll touch bases on this in a few months and see um, if there's any other growth moments. But I absolutely just wanted to share with you that, guys, it's not our responsibility to fix things that we didn't break. And when we feel like we want to do that, we have to remind ourselves that we don't have the tools. We don't have the tools. We don't have the ability to do those things. But what we do have the tools and the ability to do is to work on us and to work on our forward progression and making sure that we are um, we are working towards the better and best version that we can be. Talk to you later. Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos, and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.